Welcome to episode 83 of Your Kids Next Read podcast, in which we talk about books and reading for kids of all ages. I'm Alison Tate, author of Middle Grade Adventure Series, The Mapmaker Chronicles, The Ataban Cipher, and my latest, The Maven and Reef Mystery Series. Usually I would be here with my co-host, the well-rested Megan Daly, celebrity teacher librarian at Children's Books Daily, and author of Raising Readers, How to Nurture a Child's Love of Books. Megan and I, along with our good friend, author Alison Rushby, are founders of the Your Kids Next Read community on Facebook. Search for Your Kids Next Read there to join us. But this week, I'm again serving up something different. In case you're just discovering us, our summer snacks are bite-sized episodes to offer you a feast of authorly goodness over the summer break. Each week, I'm joined by a different Australian author to chat about their latest book, what's coming up for them in 2023, their tips for getting kids reading and writing, as well as a couple of curly summer-based questions. This week, I've got Oliver Pomavan on the menu. Oliver Pomavan loves to make people laugh, whether it's on the page writing humour for kids or on stage as a stand-up comedian. He also shares his passion for writing with kids using his experience as a primary school teacher. Oliver has performed at various comedy and writers' festivals around Australia and Asia. His recent books include Brain Freeze, Don't Follow V and Natural Born Loser. And he is best known for Tyrific, Con Nerd and The Other Christie. Welcome to the Your Kids Next Read Summer Snack Series, Oliver Pomavan. I am so excited to have you with us today. And I thought we might start by you telling us all about your latest book. Yes. So What About Tao is uh, my latest one. And it is about a city kid who moves to a country town. And he has to deal with the fact that not only is he the only Asian kid in that small school, he's the only Asian kid in the whole small town. So he's got to come to grips with being uh, different and also getting used to uh, yeah, being in the spotlight. Right. And what inspired you to write the book? Is this an experience that you've had, Oliver? Have you moved to a small town at some point in your life and been the only Asian kid in school? Uh, well, you know what? Actually, over the years, have visited so many small towns around regional New South Wales, Victoria and Queensland. And, you know, as I go to these small towns and, you know, the kids there are fantastic, but there are very small schools. Like some of these schools only have like 23 kids from from K to, to 6. And it, it makes me wonder, like, I wonder how I would feel as a kid if I lived in one of these small towns. Would I uh be okay with it um you know am able to to adjust to that kind of like uh quietness of it all because it, it, it's very quiet um these kind of places mm. um so yeah so i guess you know i picked up on all these quirks of like the uh the small town folk and yeah you know, the a little bit of the the country life and i sort of been taking down notes and it sort of eventually came to this plot where i i had enough story to to write uh tales uh story so how do you think you would go? Like you are very much a city kid, aren't you? So how do you think you would go out, you know, in the quiet, big sky spaces of Australia? Yeah, look, I would probably go mad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I don't mind it for a couple of days, but, you know, I need that that buzz, uh, not just the buzz of the caffeine that I get from coffee or, or things like that, but I, I just need the uh, the noise and the hustle and bustle. And, I'm, you know, as you know, I'm a bit of a social butterfly, so I need to flap my rings around and go to different events and, and um, you know, watch a movie or, um, yeah, do comedy gigs and things like that. And I feel like there's a way more opportunities uh, in the country. That said, um, you know, the lifestyle of the of someone who lives in the country uh, is quite chill and I think, like, more happier as well. Like, I find that they're, they're less stressed. Uh, they, they find that, like, you know, they're much more resilient as well. 
And so yeah, there's a bit of yin and yang, I think. I think like, you know, for Tao's parents, mum's a social butterfly who struggles a little bit uh, in the small town. So she tries to drum up some events, which lead to a whole lot of trouble for uh, Tao's family. Uh, and Tao's dad is actually quite happy to have more time in the garden doing things that he said he would uh, back when he was living in the city, but he can't because work was too draining. Ah, I see. And of course you would struggle because there would probably only be one hamburger shop and you would not be able to like try all the different burgers, would you? Yeah, look, I would literally be drooling, um, looking at all the YouTube vids and uh, scrolling through my Instagram feed. It would literally be a torture to call it a feed because I'd be like, please, I want to try these uh, really cool, you know, double, triple cheeseburger pies and uh, melted ice cream bubblegum shakes, but I can't because I'm stuck here just, you know, having my uh, normal cafe burger. <laughs> and if you haven't had a look at Oliver Pomavan's Instagram uh, to have a look at what we're talking about, it is almost nonstop hamburgers and sneakers, um, then I feel like you should get along to that. What is your Instagram handle? Yeah, Instagram handle is uh, at Oliver Winfrey. So Oliver and then W-I-N-F-R-E-E. Okay, have a look at that. All right, what have you got coming up for us in 2023, Oliver? Yeah, so speaking about sneakers, um, <laughs> I am halfway through writing Sneakerheads, which is going to be about a boy who loves sneakers. Surprise, surprise, just like me. So it's oh. another passion project. Um, I have a habit of just basically um, justifying my likes and passions and putting it into books so I can claim it as a tax deduction. I so, was going to uh, say, is this just about a, claiming a the sneakers on so, tax? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My next book might be set in Tokyo just because I haven't been to Tokyo for a while. But uh, anyway, <laughs> um, I'll tell my publisher that. But yeah, look, I feel um, this has been a long time coming. I love sneakers. And over the last couple of years, I've gotten um, sort of like knee deep into like um, – you know, into the sneaker world. And it's it's a very sweet story about, about a boy who's uh, lost his father and he wants to claim back um, some of his memories by buying back some of his old, um, some some of his dad's old sneakers. Ah. And so, um, yeah, so even in, it's not exactly his dad's old sneakers, but they're more like retro releases because uh, in the sneaker world, um, things just get re-released every decade to, to drum up the hype and the, uh, the memorabilia and all. So, uh, and you know, he finds that like, you know, basically for a lot of sneakerheads, it's what you rock on your feet uh, that, that, that matters. And so he, you know, he's sort of like, you know, trying to be cool, trying to be hip, but also trying to be different as well. And, um, you know, when it comes to sneakers that there's all types um, mm. and, you know, I feel like this is um, going to be a book that's going to speak to not just sneakerheads, but just, uh, just kids in general, I think, because I feel like, uh, people start to notice what people are wearing on their feet. Mm, okay. Um, well, that sounds very interesting. And you don't have a release date on that as yet, do you? Because you're actually still writing it as we speak. That's right. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. All right. Let's moving into the uh, summer snack section of our chat, uh, mm. our bite-sized episode. What is your favorite thing about an Aussie summer? Um, look, the cricket. It has to be the cricket. I love cricket really? on the radio. Um, test match cricket, bring it on. I'm I'm that Are guy who can sit and watch or listen to five days of cricket and even though it's gonna be a draw, I'm on the edge of my seat. Like, you know, um I'm, I'm that guy. So yeah, I, I love it. I live for cricket and I love I love tennis as well. I'm a big tennis fan. So yeah, sport, 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 sport. That is hilarious. So of all the things that I thought you were going to say, I did not think it was going to be cricket. Like there you are telling <laughs> me that you need nonstop action and buzz and things happening, and then there you are watching five days of test cricket. Anywho. Yeah, I think it was because my high school friend, he was in the cricket, so that kind of like 
um, forced me to get into cricket. And even though I never played cricket because um, say, I'm play? so unco, uh, <laughs> but you know, I uh, I did play Xbox cricket, but that's a whole different story. Uh, but yeah, look, I, I end up loving cricket and I still do. So yeah. Fantastic. Do you have a tip for inspiring kids to read this summer? You know what? Find a cool space. You know, I find that like, um, if you want to make reading cool, read and find the aircon. Hey, eh? so like, um, look, reading is going to be the best off-screen activity you're ever going to do ever, but especially in summer. So if you want good memories of reading, find a nice space to read. I mean, if you're going to read in a hot car or if you're going to read um, somewhere out in the sun and there's no shade, you're going to drum up some really bad memories and mm. the words are going to blur and you're going to be burnt and you're going to go, oh, I don't want to read it anymore. But if you find a nice like library or if you find a nice uh, cafe or even... Pro tip, go to a shopping center, use the aircon and, you know, read at the food court or just find one of those cushy uh, couches that you see scattered around and get lost in a world of books. And because you're cool, uh, you're going to end up reading more and you're going to have good memories of reading. Fantastic. What about writing? Do you have a tip for inspiring kids to write this summer? Yeah, I say uh, keep a diary. Like, you know, Mm. um, it can be a visual diary. If you have a device, you can snap photos. Uh, if you have a Spotify account, you can just, you know, Shazam or like uh, record uh, snapshots of like music that you're into. Um, I find that summer is a really great time for your brain to go on holiday too. And when your mm. brain goes on holiday and when your brain wanders and you're not really thinking about like, you know, grades and, and, and school and things like that, you actually tap into that creativity that has always been bubbling under for the whole year. But it's his chance to shine. So to bring that out, I would say keep a diary of sorts, you know, use a notebook, use a device, record things, write down notes. And you not be you may not be writing a whole story. You may not be writing like chunks of or of paragraphs or sentences, but I reckon you might have a list of things that you could actually look back when you do want to start writing a story um, next year. Fantastic. All right. Now our big question, which everybody's loving, is um, if you were a summer snack. Oliver, what would you be? I'm going to cheat and I'm going to say two answers because two. I can. Um, All right. A, a pineapple for sure because I look like a pineapple with my oval face and my spiky hair. <laughs> um, and I love pineapple that is has been shoved into the fridge and is like cold. And oh, it's so good. It's so um, good. I, I so want that. You. And I love, I don't want it too sweet. I want that kind of like a sour tang. Yep. Um, yeah. Yep. So I Perfect. love pineapple. Um, and my other second favorite is uh, a blue Slurpee. Bubblegum Slurpees, icy slushies, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. Nothing Are you like sure? bubblegum. Uh, bubblegum. Are you serious? Oh, it has to be bubblegum. It has to be blue. Um, yeah. So I find that because I love bubblegum ice cream already. And, you know, ice cream's not the best uh, summer f- thing for me personally because I would make a mess of it and would just droop everywhere. I actually prefer eating ice cream in winter, actually. So that's my favorite winter snack because <laughs> <laughs> I find that ice cream retains its flavor um, and its density so much better. So yeah, so give me uh, give me a slurpy or slushy any day. Fantastic. All right, and our last question is: um, Can you please recommend a summer read for kids? Okay, I'm going to um, sort of do a mind Jedi thing. I'm going to, I'm going to actually recommend the winterish girl. Uh, It's a fantasy book written by Melanie Laboy and uh, published by UQP. And it's the start of a series and it's probably my favorite fantasy book I've read in a very long time. Like it it builds up 
um, intrigue and mystery. And if you like uh, a little bit of like Lord of the Rings, um, you know, if you like a little bit of that that fantasy kind of vibe, but also I could really relate to the character because um, the main character is always getting um, bullied or teased for being different. And I think Melendez does a really great job in her being the outsider and everyone always blaming her when things go wrong, but then she has to step up and become the hero. So she goes on a really epic quest to not only prove to everyone else that she can do something, but also prove to herself that she belongs in this world. So yeah, I, I love it. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for that recommendation. I, I like the fact that it's winterish. You might feel cool while you're reading it, which is, you know, probably an excellent effect. Um, thank you so much for spending time with us on our summer snack bite-sized episode this week, Oliver. Best of luck with the new releases and um and and your bubblegum slurpees. Yep, yep. And you know what? If you get brain freeze in summer, it'll be a-okay because you'll be, you'll just melt in two seconds anyway. So best time to get brain freeze. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. Bye. Oliver is always such a lot of fun to interview, and I hope you enjoyed our chat. You'll find all of the books discussed and recommended in our Summer Snacks show notes at yourkidsnextread.com. I'll be back next week with another snack for you, and Megan and I will return with our full program of Quality Waffle, Book Mail, and other events in Episode 87. In the meantime, you'll find me at alisontate.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Writer. And you can catch up with Megan's summer shenanigans at Children's Books Daily and at Children's Books Daily on all of the platforms. Actually, that's I should say, childrensbooksdaily.com. Thank you very much for listening.